0: If you want a great conversation with a Philadelphia sports figure you should know more about, listen to One on One with Matt Leon on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original
1: Podcasts.
0: Once upon a time, an Atlantic City woman was happily married. Two and a half years later, she found herself out a quarter of a million dollars.
1: I married a man who took $227,000 from me. I could not, for the life of me, understand how somebody could do something like this. And I wanted to tell other people about my experience and the warning signs of this type of behavior so that they could avoid the same experience that I had. So
0: today, we're going to tell you the wild story of Donna Anderson and how she fell victim to a sociopath. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Brian Seltzer.
2: I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa.
3: KYW News Radio's Michelle Durham is here with us to take us on what is a pretty wild ride. Donna Anderson's story, Michelle, does not have a great start, does it?
4: She's a wonderful woman from Atlantic City. She just is a great people person who believes the best in everybody that she meets. And years ago, she got swept off her feet by this gentleman. And she just thought this was meant to be. And it was a very quick-moving relationship, Brian, when you think about it. Two and a half years total relationship from dating to being married to the end of the relationship. So very, very fast-moving. And when you think about that and then you think about, how much money she says was taken from her, and then what she uncovered. So shortly after becoming involved in this relationship, they got married. And then she started to notice signs and symbols that she had missed along the courtship because the courtship had moved at lightning speed. And now all of a sudden she's out over $200,000. She's starting to discover
1: that her husband has other relationships with other women. He cheated with at least six different women during our two and a half year relationship. He had a child with one of those women. And then 10 days after I left him, not 10 days after I divorced him, but 10 days after I left him, he married the mother of the child, which was the second time he committed bigamy. So she puts on her detective hat. I, Me? I, I would have been heartbroken. Not
4: Donna Anderson. She's made of steel. That's South Jersey steel. She put her detective hat on. She actually tracked down one of the women that her husband was allegedly involved with and called her up and said, hi, my name's Donna, and you are involved with my husband, and I don't think you should give him any more money. And the woman said, it's too late. Already gave him over $92,000 and donna said it was at that moment that she realized that what she thought she had she
1: never had at all i could not for the life of me understand how somebody could do something like this until i it was suggested to me by my therapist that he was a sociopath and i'm like sociopath what's that well, I researched it. And yes, my ex-husband fit the bill. And I wanted to tell other people about my experience and the warning signs of this type of behavior so that they could avoid the same experience that I had.
2: Why do you think she missed those signs in the first place? You, know, you hear this and I can imagine people being like, oh, well, she got married too quickly. She shouldn't fall in love so fast. But this is very common. So it's obviously not that simple. What do you think why do you think that she didn't see it until after the fact? That is such a good
4: question, Sabrina, because this is because Donna alleges that her ex-husband was a sociopath and a narcissist. And in talking with Dr. Jamie Zuckerman, who specializes in narcissists and the people who love them, Sabrina, according to Dr. Zuckerman, these people are so good that they're able to get into your psyche, figure out what it is you need in that relationship and then make themselves the mold to fit that.
5: If you don't know the red flags to look out for, it is extremely easy easy to fall into for all of us, every single one of us. So things to look for in the beginning and the beginning of the relationship is not the same as the middle or the end. The beginning is a deliberate attempt And a deliberate playbook to get the person kind of sucked in. So things to look for, like the relationship feels like a whirlwind. Like it's it's more than just too good to be true. It's like where have you been my whole life? You're my soulmate. I've never felt like this before. We were meant for each other. The stars aligned, and and you hear that on date two or date three. And listen, we all. Love that it feels good. So if you don't know any different, you're gonna take that and run with it because who who doesn't love to hear that? And they're doing this to make you think they can't be without you in the very beginning, but really they're starting to keep tabs on you. They're trying to suck you in.
4: Now we've all been in love. And you think about that first brush of, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this person. This is the person for me. I think everybody in some ways surrenders to that. And then you start to see the other side of the person that you love and you think, well, I can live with that. And sometimes there are
2: some situations that you just can't live with. I think both of these words get thrown around a lot in not clinical contexts. You know, I think narcissist is just someone who's really full of themselves, or people say sociopath a lot for just someone who's mean, not really thinking about a diagnosis. So did Dr. Zuckerman give you kind of a definition of what exactly is a sociopath, and a narcissist? What is in the, you know, this is actually a psychological condition.
4: They are on the same tree as Dr. Zuckerman explained. So they're part of the same overall clinical diagnosis, but they're not the same.
5: They overlap in terms of symptoms. So it can be difficult to, to determine which is what. But some of the key differences between the two is that with somebody who is, who has narcissistic personality disorder, their main goal is to get their needs met through whatever way they have to. Whether that's hurting you, it doesn't matter. Hurting somebody else, it doesn't matter. Lying, cheating, doesn't matter. As long as their needs are getting met. And anyone who comes and crosses them and is an obstacle in their way of getting their needs met will get their full wrath manipulation because they're in their way of getting their needs met. With a sociopath, the manipulation is still there. The hurt is still there, harm, all of that. But some of the differences are those that are sociopaths tend to be a tiny bit more impulsive in nature. They also get joy out of hurting people versus hurting people by way of getting their needs met.
3: It's really fascinating and also in some ways kind of sad hearing more about this, sad for the people who are preyed upon by sociopaths and narcissists, but also for the people themselves who have this condition on a human level.
4: That's a sad part of this story. It is sad. It's a personality disorder, and it's not to be taken lightly. So how can you protect yourself? That's the most important thing, the most important question. And it's hard, especially in the beginning stages of romance when you're just like throwing caution to the wind. But you need to take a step back and you need to slow things down. If the person is truly going to be your person, it doesn't have to go at lightning speed. You just slow things down and you need to take your time. And you just need to really make sure that Who you're really dealing with is who you're really dealing with. And in Donna's case, she went to therapy. And this is what Dr. Zuckerman recommends, too, that you
1: do the work. When I finally realized that my entire marriage was a sham, I just couldn't believe it. I realized the entire marriage was a scam and all he ever wanted from me was my money. It took some time. I mean, there definitely was recovery involved. And that's a key point, because so many people find themselves in these situations. You can't figure out how you got there. And once you're there, the person you're most angry with is yourself. But what I did was I I did the emotional work. I, I worked on my healing. I worked on my recovery about Um, 18 months after I divorced my ex-husband, I met another man and we've been together for 20 years now. We've been married for 17 and he's the guy that I always wanted.
2: And Donna got through it, came out the other side and turned her life around. And now she's also helping others to avoid falling into the same trap.
4: Well, in addition to the seven books, Sabrina, she also has a website that's up and running that you can tap into and you can look at all the signs and symbols to look out for.
1: Sociopaths are capable of maintaining a charade for as long as necessary in order to reel someone in. So here's the way you protect yourself from sociopaths. You, first of all, need to know that they exist. And this is the hard part. I can't tell you how many times people have said, I never knew people like this existed. The second is to know the warning signs. And the third is to trust your intuition because your intuition will tell you that something isn't quite right about somebody. But many of us are in the habit of overriding our intuition and not wanting to be judgmental and, and thinking that everybody has good inside. And that's not necessarily true.
4: She just continues to be vocal. Like, she will not go away. She wants to make her voice heard, and she wants to do that to protect other people from the hurt that she suffered. I mean, she's fortunate. She was able to rebuild her life. Imagine the emotional and financial devastation, especially when you get to be later in life, too, Sabrina. Like, it's not like I'm 25 anymore. Like, if something like this happened to me, it's, it's
2: truly devastating. Right, I imagine a lot of the uh, fast-moving relationship was just wanting companionship, you know, at that that age, which is maybe easier. I don't know. Maybe I'm just conjecturing. I I don't have this experience, but maybe easier to just like dive in, and because you're so hopeful of what you're looking for, rather than when you're younger, you have more more time to look around.
4: <laughs> I think too, when you get to be older. For example, I'm in a second marriage now, and our dating went very quickly. Now, I had known my husband as a friend for five years. We were friends for five years. So I knew him really well before I started to date him, and then everything went very quickly. Because I think, you know, when you get to be my age, you kind of know— But then this whole lesson with Donna makes me think, oh, my goodness, you know, how lucky I got because maybe perhaps you don't know. Um, So I think everybody just needs to, no matter what age you are in the dating process, be happy, be glad, but take that step back and really look at who you're dating and notice these patterns. If they have to be with you all the time, if they have to know where you are every second of the day. Ask yourself if that's really something that you can live with, because generally, after you get married, you know, they people relax a little bit more, so you have to make sure up front of what you're willing um, to put up with. But there's no way that anyone could tolerate this level of dysfunction and um, dishonesty.
1: It's really a terrible thing. Once someone is a sociopath, as an adult, they are not going to change, and so many people stay in these relationships for 20 and 30 and 40 years, you know, hoping and praying that the person will finally grow up, and they don't. People need to understand that this is a lifelong condition, and if you're involved with someone like this, the best thing you can do is get away.
3: An impressive ending to the story with the resilience of Donna Anderson. Michelle, always terrific talking with you. Thanks so much. Thank you both.
0: Okay, y'all, I got to ask. Have it ain't if you had any sort of run in or dealing or issue with a sociopath.
2: No, not that <laughs> I'm aware of. So, Sabrina's shaking, shaking her said. head. Yeah, right. Not that you're aware of yet. Not yet. <laughs> like not- I mean, based on that story, though, uh, I have had nothing like that. So if that's what sociopath, I would know what sociopaths are like, but if that's what it is, uh, no, no, nothing like that.
3: So I think in this particular case, we were talking about a sociopath, Donna's first husband, who ended up being a con artist and a con person. I'm not sure if every sociopath is a con artist, but for some reason, and I know I talk about my kids every now and then on the pod, probably just a bit too much. They're four <laughs> years old, but over the weekend-
2: I'm sorry, are you about to tell us that your kids are sociopaths? Well, No, no,
3: not, uh, no, <laughs> they're thankfully. Not be, they're not uh, being raised like, by one, yes, are they? Uh, are <laughs> not that we know of. But we were having this conversation about superheroes and characters in movies that they've seen, and they're like- well, why do you like the Joker so much? And what is it with Ursula? You really like Ursula and the Little Mermaid. And I'm like, wait a minute, I do tend to like some of the villains, and I don't know why. And some of my it's true some of my favorite characters, whether it's in movies or TV,
0: they're sociopaths. I think I've even heard this thrown out there that Batman actually could be considered yeah. a sociopath. Two, just because of when you think about his story and and the varying things that surround his whole origin, that it could be sociopath on sociopath when you get Batman versus the Joker, for example. (laughs) I think we've all run into, we've had our run-ins, and just thankfully none of them have been along these lines. For more information about Donna Anderson and her story, plus links to her book and her website, all of that is down in the show notes. That's it for this Monday. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Brian Seltzer. I'm Sabrina Boyd Zerka. We appreciate you starting off the week with us. We'll be back at you on Tuesday.